Well, I guess this year for Halloween, I'm going out as an angry Leafs fan. What are you going out as? I'm going out as a member of the victorious LA Kings. Let's go! Good. We all feel Stop! good. Stop! Never gets rusty! What am I doing? Get in my kitchen! Producer Drew, can you fix all this? And when it comes to the Toronto Maple Leafs, you can crumple, crumple, yeet! Saw that going differently. With you, wherever you are, welcome to LFR. What do you think? I was up till like four in the morning making this thing. That game was terrible. Can I borrow that costume? Leafs lose 4-1 to the LA Kings on home ice on Halloween, dressed like this on purpose. Not that the Leafs lost on purpose, although it did look like it at times. The LA Kings came in there dressed like this with the shiny tinfoil helmets and they won. Listen, I know who I am. I know why you're here. You're here to watch me freak out about the Toronto Maple Leafs every time they lose. And not every loss is worth freaking out about. I'm not stupid. It's game nine of the season. Overall, the Leafs have looked fine. They have a winning record. And even if they are that bad, it's game nine and there's 82 games. That's so many games. But it's not just that they lost on home ice. It's not just that they got dominated by the LA Kings in this one dominated, to quote Sheldon Key from a couple years ago, it's that the Toronto Maple Leafs played joyless hockey in this one. It looked like they were skating through mud, skating through slush, and maybe they were at certain points. I had a lot of people talking about the ice quality, but the LA Kings were on that ice as well! The game that the Leafs played had no purpose, it had no joy, it wasn't worth the price of admission. I had people messaging me asking if they could get a refund for going to this game. Imagine your kid, they get to a certain age and they're like, you know what, this is gonna be the first Halloween I don't go out and trick or treat. Dad, I want you to take me to a Leaf game and that's what happens! You should've gone trick or treating. Oh, you're too old to go trick or treat. Well, yeah, I'm old enough to have that game inflicted on me! That game did not make sports this magical, romantical thing. That game made me realize that one day I and you and everyone we all love is going to die and then the sun is going to explode and if there is extraterrestrial life out there, intelligent extraterrestrial life, they won't even know about it and if they do, they won't care. That's how bad this game was. And it wouldn't be such a big deal if it didn't take two and a half hours for that to happen. It's not even about the individual moments in this game. Like, okay, Andreas Englund scores his first career NHL goal off a funny deflection in his 89th NHL game spread over like six years. Of course it happened here. Of course. Listen, you got to give the LA Kings credit. They played a great game. They're undefeated on the road still. The Leafs couldn't get out of their own zone and if they did they sure as heck weren't getting past the LA Kings not with anything worth talking about. It wasn't infuriating! The Kings played a great game but that was the most miserable just mess. Just tactile mess. And I think we should answer questions throughout the video rather than break this game down because if we went through every single play that I hated, we'd be here till Christmas. First of all, this was pointed out by Kevin Papetti the last time the Leafs played on Halloween. Van Riemsdyk, Kadri, Komarov was the top line. Winnick, Bozak, Lupul was the second line. Sean Mathias, Peter Hall, and P.A. Parenteau was the third. Michael Grabner with Byron Fraze and Rich Kloon. The D pairs were Gardner, Phaneuf, Hunwick, Riley, Marincin, Polak with Jonathan Bernier and Nett. The Leafs lost 4 nothing that night. And I could almost guarantee that team played harder than this team did tonight. That was awful. I was at the game tonight. Are there refunds? No. <laughs>
refunds. All that's going to happen is you're going to give your money to them. They're going to do renovations. None of it's going to be on the ice, but it's going to be towards the players feeling, you know, almost like they're being treated too good. Re remember who said that? I think it was Wool. And I'm not saying anything bad about Wool. Despite giving up four goals, he might have been the only player trying. But buddy, if the Toronto Maple Leafs gave out refunds, they would have relocated a long time ago. So, sorry. Oh, Adam. Have you ever seen a game end in less than 2.5 hours? Oh yeah, like I don't want to be over dramatic about this game. Like I've watched the, whew, I've made a video after every Leaf game since 07, 08. So there's, there have been some, some times. But like, it sort of started like, oh, this, this isn't a very good game. Neither team is playing very well. And then the Kings get one and oh, shoot, that was unlucky. And then it just kind of kept going. And then it's two nothing. And then it just kind of kept going. And kind of kept going, and kind of kept going, and I'm like, oh, okay, uh, like, I'm gonna die eventually. Like, instead of actually having the thought of joy with hockey, I was just like, one day I won't be here anymore. Like, I could spend my time doing anything else. I could find, I, I started watching videos about fossils. I like watching videos about fossils on TikTok. I could have gone down to like a local riverbed and smashed open a rock and seen if there was a squiggle in it. And what, what a prehistoric squiggle. And can you sell it? I don't know, probably not. But then you would have a prehistoric squiggle that you show to your friends and they don't care, but you do. You found the squiggle, the prehistoric squiggle. But no, you know what you found? Boredom. No, you know what you found? The team that you have cheered for for your entire life getting owned by a bunch of people who look like Joaquin Fiend. Like, what? Are you serious? Right now, some of you are like, they didn't look like the Joker and I hate you. It's a film. It's an old film. It's called Signs. Don't watch. You don't have to watch it. Just know that they wore the hats. Oh, this is a good one. This is a good one from Tic Tac Tomar. Nice Matthews Nylander. Here's the thing. That's actually a great question, Omar. Is that a line that I would try? Of course it's a line I would try. Nyes is the best left winger on the team right now. Uh, Matthews is obviously the best center on the team right now. He's one of the best centers in the league. And William Nylander is the best right winger on the Toronto Maple Leafs, at very least through nine games this season. The second best one makes $10.9 million and his full no move kicked in on July 1st. So that's cool. That's great. Last guy was thinking about trading him and then he got fired uh, like a couple days after talking about possibly trading him. Anyway, so that's that's a really cool situation. So, Nyes Matthews Marner, to me that would undoubtedly be the Leafs' best line that they could throw out there. Well, I mean, they could also do the Matthews, Nylander, Marner thing, but you do that for bits and pieces of a third period in a game that you're losing. That is not sustainable. That's not something that you want to go through a whole season with. And that is the problem with the Leafs. That is the best line that I think the Leafs can throw out within reason. And I think within reason means separating Marner and Nylander just to keep the depth going. But um, you, you can't do it. The depth is so bad in this top six, or sorry, rather the bottom six. The top six is fine. The bottom six depth is so bad that there's no point in doing that. Tyler Bertuzzi got benched for a big part of this third period and he deserved it, but I don't even know if demoting him to the bottom six or the third line, maybe have Domi center it or something. I don't know if that would change anything because the guy we've known from like game two of the season, he's not playing at 100%. And because of the cap situation and a bunch of other stuff that most fans barely understand, they can't just call guys up. They can't just, like, it would be so great to just sub in Nick Robertson on the left wing there, have uh, a left side of Nyes Robertson Bertuzzi. Holy cow, doesn't that sound nice? 
Doesn't that sound really nice? Who plays where? Who cares? I believe in all of them to be able to do their job. Or have Robertson sub in for a game and have Bertuzzi lick his wounds and finally recover from something. They can't even do it! They can't do it! And none of it matters because a lot of people are screaming about Ryan Reeves and I totally get it. Because listen, people are posting his XGF, his expected goals for, and I'm like, I don't care. I didn't care when he did Ryan Reeves things. Through the first couple games of the season, he was laying big hits and doing Ryan Reeves things. Either he is playing hurt or has decided not to try or was instructed not to try. I, I don't, I don't know what it is, but I start to care about the expected goals and you getting scored on all the time when you're not doing any of the things that we got you to do! But everyone wants to talk about Ryan Reeves and even though I just ranted about Ryan Reeves, to me none of it matters, none of it matters till you get David Camp the hell off that third line. Dude, it doesn't work. We tried this at the beginning of last season. You know it doesn't work. You know the Leafs know it doesn't work because they tried to replace him with a teenager! And then they sent him back, by the way, and now we're stuck with him. Having Pontus Holmberg on the fourth line is a waste of everybody's time. Like, this is a guy who could actually turn into, like, a pretty decent NHL player. Uh, he's, he's a little older for a prospect, but he's done extremely well in the minors. We saw flashes of some pretty nice things with him on the Leafs last year. What the hell's he doing on the fourth line? What's he doing on the fourth line? The fourth line should have, the third line should have someone who is at least a somewhat credible scoring threat. And while Pontus Holmberg isn't that in abundance, he's more of that than David Camp, who is an actual black hole. You have him between Domi and Nice, and Domi and Nice, like they're just, it's like trying to have a conversation at a bar with someone in the middle. That's what they're trying to do with David Camp on that third line. It's useless. Get him off. And there's another situation where I would call someone up from the Marlies. Hey, how about Alex Steves? I don't know. They can't do it! And wouldn't you know, it's Philip Deneau. Philip Deneau and his band of merry men looking at the Toronto Maple Leafs and looking at the lack of center depth and taking advantage of it and completely neutralizing them. Doesn't that sound familiar? And yes, Matthews is there. Yes, Tavares is there. I, I didn't think either of them uh, really had a terrible game. Tavares ended up scoring. That was kind of neat. Dude, there's nothing, nothing beyond those two. And having Domi and Nyes down there, if Camp is going to be their center, is a complete waste of everyone's time, including Camp's. You're not using him to the best of his ability. Just because you pay him like a third liner instead of a fourth liner doesn't make him... More than that! It doesn't! Well, let's give him $2.5 million for four years. Who told you to do that? Who took? Oh, well, he can play higher. No, he can't! Huh? We've seen that he can't! Stop it! And now, of course, the next game is against Boston. <laughs> oh, the next game is against Boston. Isn't that so great? Anything to just throw the season into a total crisis in a matter of seconds as the team is getting geared up to go to Sweden. Like, they came off that road trip, right? And people were like, well, they came off that road That road trip ended Saturday. It ended Saturday. And they had all day Sunday. They had all day Monday. Like, teams would probably kill for that situation, man. You had two days off. It's the NHL. There's 82 games. That's so many games. What do you mean the sketch? The schedule? 
You're gonna have a great time adjusting to coming back from Europe before Christmas. Like, I just want to see the team rise to the occasion. You know what I mean? Or rise to anything because that game, I regret watching. Like, like there are games where they get beat up and it's still, like, there's still some intrigue to it. No. No. This was just... No. This wasn't like watching an Olympian take on like a regular person. Like the, that is funny. I can get behind that. It was just watching a really good NHL team play a, a bad one and it made me sad. And it was a late start. And it was a late start. LA, everything about this game was catered to LA. The late start, the letting them do absolutely everything, shameful. Shameful performance. You can't have too many of these throughout the season. Get this one out of the way. Kick it in the ass and never look at it again. This, if we're talking about standards for the NHL season, I, I can't tell you what the ceiling is for the Leafs. I can tell you that's the floor. You cannot have a worse game than that this season. You can't. It's not allowed. Good lord. Well, uh, that is it for this one. It's unfathomable how hot it is under this thing. That's it for this one. Thank you very much for watching. Click like if you like this video. Oh, like I'm just feeling the regular air right now. I'm actually in less of a bad mood now. Click subscribe if you really liked it. Tell all your friends. Uh, donate to my Easter Seals team. We're in first now. So thank you for getting us up from second. But we're only narrowly in first. I want to be more than narrowly in first.